The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Ed Porik Horkin, he of the Horkin Garden Centre family, joins us now. Porik, good morning. Very good morning to you, Pat. Now, I get the impression in my garden that spring has sprung. It surely has. We've had some beautiful pet days over the last 10 days. Really good gardening weather. We are coming into a cold spell, though, Pat. Met Aaron have issued a cold spell from tomorrow onwards. So temperatures are going to go back to more normal levels. Uh, but having said that, the daffodils are in full flower. Crocuses are blooming beautifully. And it's a busy time in the garden. But a key tip at the moment, Pat, we're coming up to the nesting season for our garden songbirds from March 1st. So if you've got any pruning to do on your hedges, your laurel or privet or mm. gristle any hedging, now's the time to get them pruned before the 29th of February. That's the last day for pruning native hedgerows or um, hedges in the garden and so on, because the birds will be nesting after that. So lots of pruning over the weekend and trimming back. And this would be kind of the last weekend to do it. It is really, you know, you have up, up until Thursday week uh, to get the pruning done. And it's the perfect time of the year. I mean, most hedges only need a light trimming back. You're really just tidying them up, taking four or six mm. inches off the plants. And we feed them then as we come into March, the middle of March. All right. Now, uh, the question's uh, coming in uh, thick and fast. Is there any shrub I could plant that will give me colour now? Also, what tree could give colour all year round? That's from, uh, from uh, well, it doesn't give a name. Okay, so in terms of tree, uh, shrubs that are flowering at the moment, I mean, there's lots that are blooming. The camellias are absolutely stunning at the moment. They've been flowering for probably the last six weeks and will continue right through until the end of April. And I also, I often think, Pat, that at this time of year, it's a great time to select a camellia plant because you see it in flower in the garden centre and it's a great time of year to plant them. I mentioned a plant last week, Jacqueline Postel, one of the Daphnes. It's still in bloom in my garden, has been flowering since since Christmas. It's a lovely scented shrub. Another nice spring flowering plant is Viburnum tinus, which is again flowering beautifully at the moment. Really my advice, Pat, is to pop into your local garden centre. They'll have lots of shrubs flowering at the moment. It's a great time to select them. I planted copper beech trees to grow to full height, but I've changed my mind as the trees hide a majestic panoramic view of oh. Glown Sharoon in Kerry. If I cut the trees and maintain a certain height, will I be able to form a proper hedge with those trees? That's from Seamus. Seamus, absolutely. And Copper Beach is one of my favourite um, hedge, hedging plants because it tells us the seasons, Pat. It's, it's lovely and brown during winter. And as we come into spring, the new growth, be it the copper or the green variety, you have two different varieties to choose from. But they do respond to pruning. So Seamus can keep that beach hedge as low as a metre if he wishes, but generally about four feet. They're comfortable at that height. You prune them annually and beech is relatively slow growing. So it's one of the easiest of all hedges to keep trimmed and keep it tidy. So Seamus can reduce the height to whatever height he wants now, this this week or this weekend, and then just maintain that height on an annual now, basis. If, if you don't do that and you allow it to grow, will it become like a regular tree with a trunk and nothing coming out of the lower reaches of it? Ab- absolutely. I mean, hedging, hedging beech and ordinary beech that you see growing in the, in the woodlands, there, there's no difference between either pat yeah. if you allow it to grow it'll grow as a mature tree it, the simple pruning back every year helps to maintain the height and because and, it's slow growing yeah just can, to continue the, the conversation then if you lop off the top will it force any branches to grow out of the the trunk 
Yeah, but I'm guessing what Seamus is saying at the moment is that the, the hedge is already established, but it's just too high and it's blocking right. a view. So he wants to reduce the height and that will help to thicken the base as well. It'll form a very, very thick uh, yeah. thicket of, of um, branches, you, you know, so much so that you won't see through the hedge as we come into spring and summer. Um, so Next one. I have a comfrey plant. I want to cover uh, the area with mypex to combat bindweed. What will yeah. happen to the comfrey? Can I avoid it breaking through the mypex? Well, well, if the listener wants to, I'm assuming that the listener wants to keep the comfrey because comfrey is a fantastic plant for making organic fertilizer. Um, so if you want to protect the comfrey, you simply dig it up at this time of the year and transplant it into another area. Make sure that you don't bring any of the bindweed roots. They're quite visible. They're white, quite chunky. You can simply just wash them off the roots and transplant the comfrey elsewhere. But, but because by covering it with my bags, it's going to kill the bindweed, but it'll also kill the comfrey as well. So this is a perfect time of year to move comfrey and you can actually divide it into several pieces and replant it into other areas. When is the best time to trim an eight foot olive tree? Some of the lower branches are very, very heavy. Well, any time from now on, Pat, um, so olives will start coming into growth about the second week of March. So the pruning can be completed now and you can trim off the side branches or trim back the hedge the head of the plant as well. Remember that when we prune, we feed. So as we come into the middle of March from St. Patrick's weekend on, the olive tree will benefit from a granulated tree and shrub fertiliser as well. Karen and Wicklow says, I had a Himalayan birch tree that blew down Lovely. in the recent storms. Where can I get another one? Um, a hardy, or maybe it meant handy-sized one. Okay, so but this is Betula jacquemontii, the Himalayan birch, a beautiful a variety of birch that produces a snow white bark patch, a lovely, lovely variety. You'll get one in your local garden centre, anything from seven feet up to, you can buy them quite mature, you know, up to 20 feet in height. So if you want to replace a mature tree, you your local garden centre will be able to soar, source a mature tree for you. And now is the perfect time for planting birch into the garden. Uh, are there any plans to stop importing non-native hedging species such as laurel or grisolinia? I see them everywhere. It's even spreading in the countryside. They do nothing for biodiversity as birds don't nest in them and they don't produce food for the birds. Okay, well, if you want to go for a, a native hedge, I mean, you, you again, in your local garden centre this time of year, you'll have things like white thorn, black thorn, um, gelder rose is absolutely beautiful, maybe Rosa rugosa, which produces beautiful flowers for the birds in the, or the bees in the, in the summertime, but fruit then for the birds in the autumn time. So you can produce or, or plant a native uh, hedge patch that will not only flower and produce lots of flowers for, for biodiversity, but produ- produce a lot of fruiting plants as well, like mountain ash makes it fantastic. It's lovely to add into a native Irish hedge. So, so go for a native Irish hedge. It's, it's absolutely beautiful. I've just removed the last of my brassica plants from a raised bed. What's uh, the best plant to put into the raised bed next? Oh, so this is so a very good, it's actually an excellent question, Pat. So this is about changing the different types of, of vegetables you're growing. So you're not using the same nutrition. So if you grow brassicas like cabbage and cauliflower continually in the same piece of ground, you exhaust the soil. So my advice is to, would be to add some of the rooting crops like parsnips, uh, carrots, radish would be very good, but also some of the pea, anything in the pea family like uh, round peas or wrinkled peas or broad beans at this time of year, sow the seed directly out of doors. Not only will you get a great crop of beans and peas, but they'll actually fertilise the soil as well because anything in the legume 
luminosae family actually adds nitrogen to the soil. And it's a great idea to rotate the various crops um, every season. My lawn is absolutely destroyed by my greyhound doing zoomies. It was a very poor lawn to begin with, awful drainage, puddles in the rain, rocky, poor soil. My dog has practically rotivated the lawn at this stage. So how would I go about a DIY repair for the summer? It's not large, typical townhouse back garden. Not a lot of space for the greyhound to do a zoomies. No, it isn't. And I would seriously consider maybe putting down an artificial lawn in a small area like that, because even if you do do the best job of putting back in a good quality lawn, if unless you remove the greyhound, unfortunately, it's the lawn is going to go back into this condition again. So artificial grass in a situation like this, Pat, it's not my favourite, but sometimes um, it's a lot more practical to use something like that that's not going to be destroyed by the dog. So having said all that, if you want to put back in a new lawn, we're coming into the right time of year to do that. So March is the time. It's a matter of taking away the existing grass, adding some drainage to improve the soil, adding maybe some pea gravel to the soil as well to aid drainage, putting in a layer of a good topsoil and reseeding from any time from the middle of March onwards. But having said all that, I think consider an artificial lawn. All right, Porik, thank you very much for all your advice. And it brings us to the end of our programme. A reminder that our items from today are uploaded as podcasts, which you can listen to in the News Talk app or by Go Loud. Just search for The Pat Kenny Show. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.